0: You're listening to Integration Redesigned, the podcast that unpacks ideas, trends, and topics that directly impact developers and tech professionals. Join us as we learn from experts who are innovating and developing emerging tech with the world's leading brands. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to Integration Redesigned. I'm your host, Kate Port. And in this episode, I am joined by Matt Durham, Head of Market Strategy here at DigiBeat. Welcome, Matt.
1: Hey, Kate. Thanks again for having me.
0: Happy to have you. Today, we're talking about once again digital transformation, but more specifically, how that relates to the differences between ETL and application integration. Matt, in your short tenure here, which I expect to last forever, Um, you've uncovered a lot of information because we've made you go on the road to talk to potential customers, analysts, and anyone you can get your hands on uh, to just have a conversation about integration. And I think that it's been really interesting because we've put digital transformation as this term that's been a hot topic, kind of a buzzword. What does it actually mean? What does it mean to marketing? What does it mean to IT? What does it mean to C-level executives? And a big part of what you've done is research what the impact to having a digital transformation effort has on data, consumer behavior, internal process. And one of the topics that you came across, uh, we're going to talk about today. So, why don't you talk a little bit about what your experience has been in talking to these IT leaders?
1: Yeah. Thanks, Kate, again, for having me and for the introduction. It's, it's, um, you know i think if you've been in in an industry for a long time you start to see patterns you start to see things resurface or recycle um certainly true with fashion um you know uh my uh 19 and 21 year old daughters uh wear the clothes that uh you know women were wearing when i was in college it seems like so that's come back around and and i guess enterprise technology is no different um I was at a couple of conferences recently and industry events, and I guess I've gotten past the point where I'm surprised when I meet people who are still doing or thinking about what I consider to be very foundational work. Um, And of course, for those of us in the business, that's great because that means there's still a lot of work to do. Um, But it also sometimes, I, I guess I admit, surprises me particularly um, when I see some of the organizations these folks are working for. it's not a criticism. It's just a reality that um, there's there's a lot of, I guess we could call it very broadly, there's a lot of technical debt in our industry. Um, and you know, the older the company, the more mature the company, the more likely that is to be the case. Um, so really specifically, ETL Technologies and ETL stands for extract transform and load um, are really important they're still very viable the, the T and the L have switched now in modern architecture so now they're the data is loaded and then transformed um, but foundationally that technology has been around bulk data movement take, taking a bunch of data from one system and putting it into another system and making sure it works when it goes into the new system and, and I guess what I've been wondering as I meet folks who ask me about some of these topics is, is is that approach really sufficient anymore? So what I mean by that is I think there's a super common thread with digital transformation initiatives. And and that is um a requirement to be at or near real time or as close to that as is reasonably possible so if if your digital transformation initiative at capeport inc is focused on customer intimacy as an example which is a pretty common digital transformation initiative in order to have customer intimacy you really need to know as quickly as possible what your customers are doing and what they need when they're interacting with you what they want what they expect you want to anticipate it right well, that, that means you need that information, again, at or near real time. ETL tools can't do that because the pattern is bulk data movement. And so we're all familiar with the term, or probably most of us are familiar with the term, batch jobs. Well, that's that's where that comes from. So what's a classic scenario? Well, a bank um, might, um, uh, what's the word I want? I'm spacing, uh, a, a bank might, might, um, validate its, its accounts every Sunday night at midnight, right. Or something like that. Um, I had an example recently, I think I told you about where, where an error was made in an ATM with a check that, a that a, uh, contractor of mine deposited and the bank wasn't able to fix it until four days later, um, because it happened on a Friday evening. And, and so they couldn't do it on Saturday. They couldn't do it on Sunday. They did it on Monday. It wasn't back in my account until Tuesday. That's a batch job. These things happen overnight typically. So back to your question, I think digital transformation initiatives, again, fundamentally, almost all of them have have a, at their core some requirement for very close to real time. And ETL doesn't accomplish that. So I've been really surprised when I've met some people recently who didn't understand foundationally a difference between ETL technologies and application integration technology. So although they can, they being ETL and application integration, can address similar use cases. Um, foundationally, the difference is batch versus real-time or near real-time. So ETL being batch, application integration being real-time or near real-time. So this is, this is the big thing that I keep running into and that I'm a little bit surprised about and I find really interesting.
0: And how come you've talked about being surprised? Um, I'm also shocked that this will be the first conversation where fashion and enterprise integration are in the same 10 minute conversation, which is amazing. <laughs> um, but you know, you mentioned being surprised. I'm always, you know, I love going to talk to customers because it always roots you in what the reality is. We make all of these assumptions. And I think that when you talk about being surprised by, maybe the lack of understanding the differences, is that what surprised you? Or is it that they were grouping it all together, expecting the same things? We'll get into that, and then maybe we define the two. But, but what about it was surprising?
1: I think it was it was really even a, a lack of awareness that, that there was another way. So I spoke to one leader, technology leader, uh, information technology leader at a very large corporation it, most people would recognize but obviously i won't name and in an industry and i won't name the industry either because um well i guess i can it's not gonna hurt anything is it um so is gaming and and i can't think of too many industries where real-time or near real-time information is more important than than gaming gambling right and in this example and this person i spoke with um he was sharing with me about the jobs that were done by ETL tools. And I asked him, I said, well, it strikes me that in one of the scenarios you described to me, um, your high rollers, your most important individual customers um, are impacted by that process that you described. Wouldn't you like to know the impact to those individuals right when it's happening or within seconds? And he said, yeah, of course. And I said, well, that's the difference between the tools that you're currently using and the tools that you could be using, whether it's from DigiBee or or frankly, one of our competitors. It's just, and, and and it was this, oh, like I didn't know that was possible kind of moment. So that's kind of what surprises me because we're not talking about, I w- I'm not describing here, you know, like the really crazy algorithmic trading where um, you may know this, but the, the New York Stock Exchange has rules about how close technology vendors, literally how physically close technology vendors can get to their servers because it gives them unfair advantage. Um, and I, this is not what we're talking about, like this down to, you know, nanoseconds. We're talking about going from a job that's run overnight or once a week to, again, things that happen within seconds. And that's really um that's what surprised me that I guess um, I, I spoke to several people who, for whom that was a, a revelation that that could even happen.
0: It's so interesting because you know my background's been in e-commerce and one of the challenges we were trying to get to was real-time inventory availability, right? This is pre-pandemic. I'm dating yep. myself, right? This is, this is years ago. Um, and now we're at a place where if you don't have that information, I'm going somewhere else. Right. Absolutely. So a very, very uh, basic example. But now layer on the fact that as a consumer, I want everything personalized, up to the minute, updated, and I want it now and probably even yesterday. It becomes really complex for an IT organization because how do they deliver that with the systems that they have? So let's go quick into an understanding on ETL versus application integration. So start with ETL.
1: Yeah. So again ETL as I mentioned stands for extract transform and load and it's a process of combining um, data from multiple sources in, into a large um, central repository typically referred to as a data warehouse um, in modern cloud architectures the T and the L are switched so it's ELT so the they're extracted load and then tr- loaded into the destination system and then transformed um, and there's some parallel processing that happens on a secondary server to help manage those what are typically pretty large workloads. Um so there's data movement, um and there's a requirement to transform the data and it's done um in large batches. So that's kind of ETL at a high level. Application integration, on the other hand, um Um, And I'm going to read a Garter uh, Garter definition here for this one. Application integration is the process of enabling independently independently designed applications to work together. together." Can't talk. Commonly required capabilities include one, keeping separate copies of data um, consistent. So that's data consistency, not data integration. Um, Orchestrating the integration flow of multiple activities performed by disparate applications. Or... Uh, The third one, providing access to data and functionality from independently designed applications through what appears to be a single user user interface or application service. So the first of those examples is the one that's closest to data integration. It's data synchronization. So imagine that you have um, a customer record in your CRM system and you want to um, generate an an invoice. They, They owe you some money. Your customer owes you some money. So you're going to use application integration technology to look, if you will, from your ERP into your CRM to confirm that Kate Port's name is spelled this way, her address is this, blah, blah, blah. But the but that's what's happening. It's so basically it's like a it's like a it's like a lookup, if you will. Um, and then the invoice is generated from the ERP and sent out. So that's that's synchronization. Whereas in in a in a etl use case you might exam you might imagine you have a customer record in your crm or that your crm relies on and you want to move that to a new version to a new type of a customer record not just Kate, but every customer all ten thousand of them um you would do that typically with an etl tool another example is that application integration technologies typically support information that's being used within the organization at that moment or roughly within that moment. Whereas ETL typically supports information that has already happened. So you take data, you move it from one location to another, and then that data is analyzed. So it typically supports analytics use cases, information that's happened previously. You're acting on information that that um, that happened uh, you know, in prior time. So that's a really core difference between application integration and ETL. It's not just the batch move it versus at or or near real time. It's actually when the information is is being used by the organization, by the systems in the organization. Um, So that's another thing, Kate, that I wanted to mention, I think is really important.
0: So we've got ETL and we've got application integration. I think ETL is the one that's probably... Well, would you say that one was more common than the other before I go to my next question?
1: Well, I think the application integration market, in common in terms of market size, um, is the way I guess I would measure commonality. So um, they've been fairly close, but I would say the application integration market has always always been, I don't know about always, but has for a long time been sort of maybe 20% bigger. So application integration, application integration I guess in that context is more common.
0: Okay. So more common tell me more. I think that when we were prepping for this, we talked about three different patterns related to application integration. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah. And so these are going to sound similar to what I just defined. Um, So data consistency is the first one. um, And this comes from Gartner, uh, often referred to as the three canonical patterns of application integration. Um, Data consistency to ensure that applications are operating with the right information. So that's kind of that. Kate Port lookup that I exactly gave. Multi step process to automate business processes and workflows. So think about order to cash or procure to pay or, or um, um, processes like that, that that will have to touch multiple systems or data sources. And then the third is a composite service um, to create services exposed as APIs or events. So think about um, leveraging not processes here, but, but services generated from applications. To, to build something new, to build a new application. So those are the, the three main. Most application integration efforts fit into one of those three patterns, almost all.
0: And can ELT achieve any of these? Is there any overlap?
1: Well, be, sort of data consistency, um, but it's really data movement, bulk data movement, which is kind of like data consistency, Um, but it's a little bit enough different as well. I guess the 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 analogy I would use, and I mean this isn't a great analogy, and it it just popped into my head, but you know, you wouldn't use a ten thousand dollar road bike to try to ride on a mountain trail, and you wouldn't use uh, a ten thousand dollar mountain bike or. $6,000 mountain bike to try to quickly get from, uh, uh, Boston to Concord or whatever, wherever it was that Paul Revere wrote, um, horses for courses, right? Um, it's not, what I'm suggesting here is that not that ETL is not a perfectly reasonable technology, but that I pass technologies and application integration, um, technologies more broadly solve a whole bunch of use cases that sometimes are addressed with ETL that really shouldn't be.
0: So then do you need different software for the two?
1: You really do. You really do. Um, And some vendors sell both. Um, Some don't. But yes, I would say that the answer to that is yes. Because they perform fundamentally different tasks.
0: And is the main benefit there then that nearer real time if you're using the right solution?
1: It's that really is the real big benefit is 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 the the near real time um, um, m- movement or exchange of information. Yes.
0: Which to bring it back, one of the things that we've talked about in the past is digital transformation happens at the point of integration, which I'm sure you were going to. Um, and so when we come back to full circle, you're in- investigating digital transformation and what that means to companies. Well, turns out integration is a huge part of that
1: absolutely and i think that's that's the message i would probably want everybody to take away with um so many uh digital transformation projects are are really focused on um maybe not focused on but have as a requirement uh, the ability to have real time or near real time information it's really really hard to do that to have that if you're not leveraging application integration technologies which is why um uh, the value for digital integration technologies is at the point of integration. Amazing. Well, yep. Matt,
0: thank you so much. It was a pleasure as always. I learned quite a bit and I'm sure that our audience did as well. So thank you for joining.
1: Thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you everyone for joining. That's it for this episode of Integration Redesigned. See you next time. You've been listening to Integration Redesigned. To learn more about how DigiBee can help your team connect and integrate systems at scale, visit digibee.com. Thanks for listening.